Nodding. You sound sick. What's going on? Oh, I have ship lung. <laughs> the fuck is ship lung? Well, from breathing all of this processed air. It's I, like a I didn't know that was a nasal thing. drippy thing. Yeah. It's wonderful. <laughs> dance, monkey, dance. Welcome to this week's episode of Dance Monkey Dance. I'm Chris. I'm John. <laughs> I thought maybe you'd left. <laughs> How you doing, nope. John? I'm doing great. Sitting here next to the North Sea, waiting for something to happen. <laughs> Not sure what. Like something blow up? Yeah, maybe. Oh, okay. As long as you're prepared. Yes, I am. <laughs> so what's going on? What's new? Anything? I am. I have plastic bag. No, not a goddamn thing. <laughs> All no. right. Well, talk to you next Nothing. week. <laughs> yeah, okay. See ya. Uh, yeah, no, it's been kind of a quiet week. Well, not really a quiet week, but nothing I can talk about. <laughs> It was very NDA specific. So, um, it was. It was very NDA specific. <laughs> Let's just say this cruise is not a carnival. <laughs> uh, yeah. So that's that. Well, hopefully it improves. Mm, maybe. Maybe. Sort of. Kind of. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> uh. Have you uh have you had any time to watch anything this week or you just been like slammed? I have. have. I have. Would you watch? Have first three episodes of Obi-Wan. Yeah. What did you think? Oh my god. <laughs> oh my god. Oh my god. <laughs> not not the direction I thought it was going to take. Nope. Very happy about that. Um really well done. Not not a lot of of uh, exposition. Just get right into it. Yeah, and we're gonna we're gonna spoil some stuff. So if you haven't seen the first three episodes, come back to this later. But um, yeah, I remember a lot in the online saying, "Well, we don't understand what this show could be about because he spends all that time watching Luke, and so right. what are they gonna have him do? What, like Luke at." at some point Luke knows about Obi-Wan or old Ben because he mentions him in episode four before going to look for him. But whether or not they, they knew each other is up for some debate. So people were like, what could this show possibly be about? And not one prediction online. Did I see, well, maybe it'll be about little princess Leia. And as soon as Jimmy Smith showed up as Bail Organa, I was like, oh, we're going to get to see Leia. Well, that'll be interesting to drop in on her and see what's going on. And then it's like, oh, no, that's what this show is going to be about. This show is going to be about Princess Leia. And I think it's a really interesting right. way to, to subvert expectations. Uh, yeah. Yeah, and they're, I mean, they're, they're still knocking it out of the park. That actress they hired to play Leia is spot on. Yeah, uh, it's it's like looking at little kid Carrie Fisher. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, right down to the attitude. Right, exactly. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. And it's, it's interesting because it's not just, it's not the Obi-Wan that you know from episode four. He's not living in a house. Right. He's living in a cave. He's he's got a day job 
for all intents and purposes. Right. Like it's a it's a meatpacking plant. At the meat plant, like like and stealing food for his camel thing, whatever that thing is called. Yep. Uh-huh. And is that an Eopi? Is that what it is? Is it an Eopi? I think it was, wasn't it from uh episode 1? I don't remember. Maybe. Um but like they did a really good job at crafting somebody who feels familiar but you don't know this character. You don't know where his mm-hmm. his mind is. I mean, right up to the point where like another Jedi shows up and he's like, I can't help you go away. And you're like, Oh, that's right. kind of cold. And then Leia, then, then Baylor again is like, Leia has been kidnapped. And he's like, yeah, no, find somebody else. And it's like, wow. Okay. And it's not until bail shows up and is like, just remember who you used to be and see if you can help this kid. Cause you right. know where she came from. And so like that kind of that spurs on Obi-Wan but like it's completely different than what I thought we were going to see mm-hmm. but so well done yeah you know the, the little easter eggs like oh so that's where Luke got his little skyhopper toy right <laughs> so I was like oh that's kind of cool so it's kind of like he was going to be like the, the invisible godfather to Luke you know he's still kind of in his life but he wasn't making contact per se. He's, he's kind of like a, um, a divorced father that's trying to get back into his kids' lives. Like, like he's interesting. Take. He's kind of like, well, because you know, he's like, he's leaving stuff for him and Owen's showing up and being like, look, we don't want your help. Just kind of stay away. And then even with Leia, he's when she was like, are you my father? And he, and he's, he's like, no, but I killed him. Or at least I think I did. You right. know, it's that weird thing of like, he's got a shitload of guilt over these two kids. And that's going to inform a lot of what he does. I mean, and it's very, it's, it's very obvious that him and Owen have had several conversations over Luke. Mm-hmm. And like, he just doesn't, Owen doesn't want anything to do with Obi-Wan. And I guess that's so that right. like later on, Obi-Wan can say, you know, your father wanted you to have this when you were old enough, but your uncle wouldn't allow it. Mm-hmm. And stretching the truth of like, I wanted to train you, but your uncle said no. Right. So. Um, so then we get to episode three and the return of Darth Vader. Uh-huh. Um way earlier than I thought we would see him in Obi-Wan clash. Mm-hmm. Um, I figured that would have been like episode six. Um, you know, the build up to this, but apparently they're going all in. Um, Good. you get Hayden Christensen back, you get James Earl Jones back kind of. Right. Um, they did the same thing that they did for Luke Skywalker and book of Boba Fett, where they use that re-speech program to synthesize mm-hmm. Darth Vader's voice. And I thought, I thought in book of Boba Fett, Luke sounded a little robotic. I was going to say a little tinny. Yeah. Well, there, there's no, there's no, um, warmth. There's no emotion in his voice. And I feel like with Darth Vader, when Obi-Wan looks at him and says, what have you become? And Vader says, it's what you made me felt Uh like an actor giving a performance. And when, so I was like, one of, one of my complaints about bringing Darth Vader back in like rogue one is that when he talks, he sounds old. He sounds like James Earl Jones aged appropriately. Um, and there's trying to stick him into this thing that's supposed to be when he was younger. Um, so as soon as I heard the Vader voice, I was like, is that Hayden Christensen? And they've like remodulated it to sound like Darth Vader. Mm -hmm. It sounds like he did in a new hope and come to find out that it's James Earl Jones. It's just a computer version of him. Right. Which falls into dangerous territory of like, after James Earl Jones dies, 
do they still keep bringing Vader back? Like, mm-hmm. there's all that weird shit. Uh, come on. Fred Astaire danced with a vacuum cleaner. <laughs> I know, and it comes down to the family wanting money, right? Yeah. Um, You know, there was... Wasn't there plans to do a couple of years ago, like um, a James Dean movie with a resurrected version of James Dean? And it was all because the family was like, you want to use his likeness, pay us a ton of money and you can do whatever you want. Hmm. So I think that we run the risk of that. Um, But I also think because it's Star Wars, these people like the families will understand that, like, you know, they're not doing it. They're doing it because Darth Vader's part of the story and not like, right. You know, we're building this vehicle for James Earl Jones to come back from the dead. <laughs> well, come on. If Whitney Houston and Tupac can go on tour. <laughs> yeah, I guess. Oh, such a weird world we live in. Mm-hmm. Holograms are outperforming gonna get live people. Right. So, yeah, um, I love the scene of Darth Vader walking through the town looking for Obi-Wan and just killing people. Mm-hmm. Just, yeah. Like, he, picking he, that guy out of the window. And then killing his son and just being like, okay, yep. I'm just going to drag people until Obi-Wan shows up. I know he's here. Right. Mm-hmm. I'm still, I'm still kind of holding out hope that there are more um, cameos from characters that we know. Um, and it, it well, we, we're going to see Aunt Peru. We know that. Yeah. At some point, at some point, cause that's going to be the same actress. Right. Um, so yeah. And, and I also don't think that the grand inquisitor is dead because he's alive in rebels, which takes place after this. Right. So he's got to come. Well, back. but is it the same grand inquisitor? I mean, he looks the same. It's the same species. Yeah. Well, yeah. But that doesn't mean he's the same person. I know. And it's a different voice character and stuff. So maybe at the end, like, whatever happens to Reva, since she's not in in Rebels, you know, whatever happens to her, maybe the new Grand Inquisitor shows up and sticks her through the back with a lightsaber and I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I think her, her, uh, end is going to be pretty, pretty intense. I hope it is. I hope they don't just like kill her off screen or she falls off a building or something. Well, I think, I think Vader will end up killing her. Do you? Yeah. Well, so, she knows that Anakin is is Vader and right. every instance that somebody has known his true identity he has killed them so mm. i think okay. i th- if i was if i was to speculate i th- i personally think that her plan is not to get into Vader's good graces i think it's to get in front of him <laughs> To try to kill him. Mm. I think she's one of those kids at the beginning of episode one during Order 66. Oh, one of the younglings? Yes. Oh. And I think that we're going to see a, a flashback where she watches uh, um, Vader slash Anakin killing either younglings or other Jedi. And that Obi-Wan, like... Obi-Wan didn't come to save them and he's the one that tells everybody to flee and to go away. And so she knows who Vader is. And so now she's going to like get, try to get work up to his good graces and kill him. And I think he takes her out Mm. because obviously he's alive until return of the Jedi. So, right. You know, and that's, and uh, one of the problems with, prequel stuff is you know that even in a fight in a lightsaber duel with Obi-Wan and Darth Vader 
neither one of them are going to die. Neither one of them right. are going to get hurt to the point where like they're it's significantly different than you've seen later on in the timeline. So, you know, it's, it's hard. Like it's thrilling as a star Wars fan to see them fight. And with the new technology of the lightsaber, seeing them having the, the blue and the red reflected off of them mm-hmm. gives it a much cooler look than them fighting in the death star hallway where it's all rotoscoped on. And you yeah, know, there are no reflections. Um, but at the end of the day, there's really no, there's really no danger in that for either one of them. It's not like Obi-Wan was ever going to die in the flames or become hideously disfigured in the flames because they can't do that. But I do, I do think that Deborah Chow is, uh, is an amazing director and, I think having her direct all of the episodes um, is a really good call because it's one unified vision then. I feel that's where Book of Boba Fett kind of fell apart was like every different director wanted to do their own take on it. Right. And then you got a Boba Fett show that barely had Boba Fett in it. Mm Mm-hmm. But yeah, I'm excited for the the other three. Yeah, I I I wish it were longer. Ewan was teasing a season two, so mm-hmm. I would like to think that him being an executive producer, he would have some sway. I mean, Hayden said right. that he would like to do a Darth Vader TV show. Uh, and only six episodes. It's not a hell of a lot of a commitment. No, no. I mean, you know, they could definitely be doing a bunch of those. Um, even if they were like crossing over to, into each other's, like they're having, you know, force visions or whatever. Right. Um, but I guess, I guess if we're going to talk about Obi-Wan, we have to talk about the shitty fan base that has reared its ugly head again. Uh, yeah, I don't know where these assholes come from. I don't understand the idea of of posting racist comments on on a somebody's Instagram because you don't like their character. Right. I mean, it is utter bullshit, man. Like, if you don't like her character, you don't like her character. Big deal. You know, everybody's like, right. oh, Reva's annoying. And it's like, she's meant to be annoying. She's meant to get under your skin because that's what she's doing to the other Inquisitors. Right. She's pissing everybody off and it's meant to piss you off as as the viewer. And so in that regard, she's doing a hell of a job. I just, I don't understand this whole thing of like, like, calling her racist names and being like, watch where you go. And it's like, what the fuck kind of people are these? Well, you know who they are. Well, so a lot of the stuff online that I saw blamed like the OG original fans, which would be me and you. And it's like, no, no, (laughs) like we're not the ones that are like supporting this shit. Right. I don't know. It's just a hard thing. And Look, nobody hates Star Wars more than Star Wars fans. It's apparent. Mm-hmm. Like, that's that's just who's going to rag on this shit the most is the fans. And I know that they have their ideas of what they want this shit to be. And it's never going to be that. Because they have a plan and they want to do this so that they can make more TV and more money and do whatever. Um, sure. But I just... I, I don't understand, like, the toxic fan base. This is yet another person that they're going to drive away from doing stuff that they like to do just because they're all assholes. Mm -hmm. And I don't get it. These people can fuck off. Yeah. I don't know where to, where to go with that. Cause it's, it's just stupid. It's like, why? 
But if everybody has access to Twitter. Well, and that's the problem. Yep. I mean, there has to come a point where something is strictly hate based. It should be immediately taken down. Yeah. And like, you know, the first person complains and bam, it's gone instead of. But, you know, it lives on because people do things like they, you know, they screen grab and they record, um, you know, Insta feeds and Twitter feeds and all that stuff. So then they start populating it because they're going to get clicks. Right. And, you know, before you know it, something that could have been just a stupid comment that gets walked away suddenly becomes, you know, something more consuming. Right. I mean, I don't think there's any reason to use the N-word in, you know, talking about her character. It's like, why why did you need to do that to get your point across? Because they all feel shitty about themselves and they can't. That's right. They can't stand that a black woman is in their favorite show being annoying to a character they all love. And it's like, it's just a fucking TV show. Right. Like if it were a black man, would that be different? If it were Moff Gideon as opposed to a black woman? Well, apparently because nobody bitched about uh, Giancarlo Esposito as Gideon. Like everybody loved Mm -hmm. that. So I don't, I don't get it. I don't understand. Well, it is good that Lucasfilm jumped on it. Ewan McGregor jumped on it. Other celebrities jumped on it. It's like they immediately got, uh, you know, the, the, the posse came in to try to protect her as much as they could, even though, you know, the damage is done. Well, and they warned her. They, they were like, she she did an interview where where they, she said like, they pulled me inside and said like, this fan base is terrible. Just be prepared. And her response was like, how bad could it be? And everybody went, okay, hold my beer. I will be as racist as I possibly (laughs) fucking can. And it's like, right. There's no need. Like, fortunately, I feel like she's big enough. She, she's not big enough, but like, she's a big enough person to not let it affect her. Like she pointed it out Mm -hmm. and she was like, this is what's happening. And then it was just like, but like, I'm not really going to mention it again, but you should know that like these terrible people are out there. Sure. I mean, the more you talk about it, the more power you give them. Right. Exactly. And that's the last thing you want to do. So. Right. Say your piece and then step out of the way. Yep. You know, it doesn't have to be the, you know, the Chris Rock comedy tour. I got bitch slapped by Will Smith. <laughs> well, I mean, he was already going on that tour. It just happened that. Right. Well, yeah, but he's used to, to his. Exactly. It's like the more you talk about it, the more the assholes are going to think they have power over you. Yeah, so. Well. <laughs> yeah. Fuck those fans, man. They're not really fans. It's it's like you and McGregor. They're said. not. It's it. They're not fans. They are. F- unfortunately, the vocal people are the minority. I feel, but right. they fucking ruin it for the rest of us because that's oh, all people they see. Do, because they can hide behind their, you know, their laptops. Yep. In their mom's basement. Mm-hmm. You know, spending their their income from their YouTube clicks on, on lattes, <laughs> you know, I mean, that's the world we've created uh, Yep. and it's not going anywhere. It's not going anywhere. No, it's only going to get worse. Yep. What a shame. So you had mentioned being able to like bring back someone from the dead. Yeah. 
have you heard that Marvel has signed a deal to use Stan Lee's likeness for the next 20 years? I did hear that. And now there's a petition <laughs> to to not bring him back? To not do that? Yeah. Yeah, I mean it's it's another thing of like why do why does Marvel feel the need to shoehorn him in? I understand that like he is the creator of a bunch of this shit. But at right. the end of the day, he did his cameos and that was a great way to include him. But he's gone. Like don't 3D digitize him and make him pop up in all these places. Like it's just not going to be good. I feel a lot of um of Marvel oh, what's the word? Marvel fatigue setting in for me. Are you still there? Hello? Where'd you yeah. go? There you go. Okay. I think, there I am. <laughs> um, I, is it too much or is it too much not done well? I, I'm not sure. It okay. may be a little of both. Um, mm. I feel like if they had ended the Marvel movies with Endgame. That would have been a okay. perfect way to go out. I don't feel the internet buzz over the new movies that I did when the first, what was it, 19 movies were coming out? Mm-hmm. It was always a spectacle. It was always like, oh, I can't wait till the next Marvel film. When are we getting the next trailer? When's the next thing coming right. out? And now it's just like, okay, oh, look, there's another Marvel TV show I have to watch. And right. now here's another Marvel movie that's coming out where they're going to try to up their game and outdo fucking Spider-Man again. Right. And it's not. And it's not there. You know, it's it. But and it's not like something you want to see, but, you know, you kind of have to because in some way it's all connected. Right. It's like uh, it's it's you know, it's too much. It's just too much. Yeah. And and. I know they're, they're they're skewing now for the younger audience and not so much the comic book nerds, which is fine. And mm-hmm. I think that's going to be my way out. I think at that point it's going to be like, okay, this clearly isn't for me, so I don't have to go see it, which is fine. And sure. You know, Marvel's smart enough to where like they'll drop hints in whatever these people wind up in all together of why they're there or what they can do or whatever. <laughs> I don't necessarily have to follow every single little thing anymore. Right. But like my kid wants to watch Ms. Marvel, but I don't like, it's not for me. Yeah. I'm not really looking forward to she Hulk either. Like I, I love that actress. I think she did great in, um, um, Oh God. What was the name of that show? She did. Uh, where she was all the different personalities. Uh, is it Natasha Leone? No. No. Fuck. Um, what was it now? Russian Dolls? That's a different thing. Tatiana Maslany? Yeah. She was in... Black... Something? Oh, my God. Orphan Black. Orphan Black. Thank you. She was great in Orphan Black. Like, I love that show. I thought she was great. But, like, I just don't think we need a female Hulk TV show. Yeah. Well, and haven't they already reduced the number of episodes? Well, I think that was one of the things where they were, like, um, they were contracted for 10 episodes. And I think in the making of it, they were like, there's only really nine episodes of content here, so we don't want to do a filler episode. Okay. Which I respect. I will. We've talked about this for a long time on on this podcast where like filler episodes suck. And we'd much rather see shorter seasons with with more direct 
storyline. So I'm I'm all for if they're like we we were going to do ten, but like nine is the magic number for us. That's fine. Mm-hmm. Um, I just I feel like we're at an overload point. I'm not as excited about superhero shit as I used to be. Okay. And I don't just I don't know if it's me getting older or what, but I don't know. Getting old sucks. It does. Pretty soon you're going to be putting your your Lawrence Welk records on the Victrola. Sitting on the porch. Humperberg or or um what's his name? Ah oh, fuck, I fucked up that joke. Never mind. Engelbert Humperdinck <laughs> is what I was going to say. Engelbert Humperdinck. Mm. They played that that song at the end of um, Moon Knight. Yeah. From from Engelbert Humperdinck. Um, and that's that, the kid is constantly singing that around the house now. Oh really? Yeah. So I I said to her, "Do you even know who sang that song?" And she was like, "Frank Sinatra." And I was like, "No, wrong." And so I said, Engelberg Humperdinck. And she was like, God bless you. And I said, no. <laughs> I said, that's an actual person. And she was like, really? I said, yep. yeah. Well, he's named after German opera composer. Yeah, he has like a real normal name. Wasn't it yeah. like Harry something? And he was like, no, Engelberg Humperdinck. It's like, okay, sure. I know an Engelbert. Arnold George Dorsey. Yeah, okay. There you have it. I mean, I don't know if, if the name made it stick in the people's heads and, like, worked in his advantage, but, like, you know. It is very different. Oh, good times. I mean, and I hope that we don't get to a Star Wars tipping point where it feels like, you know, it's too much. I don't know whether or not, like, we get to that point when there's the um, Jude Law TV show that's coming out. Where it's basically Goonies on a spaceship. Did you read about that? No. It's called Skeleton Crew. It's Star Wars Del- Skeleton okay. Crew. And apparently it takes place oh, after it's Return Star of the Wars Jedi. Skeleton? Yes. Mm. It takes place after Return of the Jedi, and it's about a bunch of kids that wind up on a spaceship and they're lost. And I don't know if they Is run that a kind of like explorers. Well, I thought if it sounds like a kid version of Star Trek Voyager almost. Hmm. So I'm just like, do we need that? Is that going to be the tipping point where I'm like, this is a Star Wars show I won't watch? Yeah. I don't know. Are you are you a fan of the boys? You watch the boys, right? I watch the boy. I have not watched the current season because you know i have shitty internet here in kernigan netherlands well let me just tell you however far you thought they've gone in the past Mm -hmm. and being like i'm surprised that amazon let that on tv yeah they've outdone themselves this season well i heard isn't there like a, a cockroach rape scene or something i I, well, I haven't watched all three of the episodes yet, so I don't know. Okay. Well, but there sorry. Is something, <laughs> there is something that happens in episode one where you're like, what the fuck did I just see? And I sent a text to my friend, um, Scott, who I used to work with, and he's a real big fan of the boys. And I said, have you watched episode one yet? And he was like, no, I'm getting ready to. I said, okay, one, don't eat while you're watching it. <laughs> and two, 
text me when you're done. And so okay. he texts me with, holy fuck. And I was like, you got to that part. Congratulations. Mm. It's it's out there, man. It, it, yeah. I feel like the writers are just kind of sitting around going, what's the weirdest, most fucked up thing we can do? And somebody says this, and they're like, put that in the script. <laughs> I, I hear whoever the technician is for exploding bodies must be making a lot of money. Oh, my God, yeah. <laughs> yep. It's pretty fucked up. Interesting. I don't. I I know that you've been away too, so you probably haven't followed the Johnny Depp Amber Heard trial. Well, I saw that they both had to pay each other some money. Yeah. So it was a dual defamation suit. Right. Johnny Depp was suing his ex-wife Amber Heard because she wrote a, an op-ed about him in the Washington Post or the New York okay. Post, one of some paper. And some post. um basically implied that he had sexually assaulted her and beat <sighs> her and did all this shit. And so okay. Amber Heard said, "Fuck you, I'm going to countersue you." Johnny Depp had said he was suing her for $50 million. She said, fuck you, I'm suing you for $100 million. And so the jury came back last week with um, a verdict that um, she had def- defamed him. Yep. And with compensatory damages and all this other shit, it, it worked itself out to like $10,350,000 because of this weird cap thing in Virginia mm-hmm. and his, his lawyer had put online some remarks about her that gets contri- contributed to Johnny Depp somehow, even though he didn't say them, but because this dude was working for him, it automatically becomes his responsibility, which I don't understand, but whatever. Um, and one and so one of the statements they found defamatory so they said that he owed her 2 million dollars so in the end he gets 8 million because he doesn't have to pay her she has to pay him whatever but one of the interesting things that have come out of this is that rumors in DC land have said that um up until the trial her role in in Aquaman 2 had been cut down to about 10 minutes worth of screen time even though that when she shot she had shot everything in like she she shot an entire script's worth of stuff and now they're saying that she has been cut out of the movie completely so it'll be interesting to see how much amber heard um actually winds up in the movie because her if you go and watch clips online she very blatantly lies on the stand and it's really interesting to watch. Did you disappear again? No, I'm right here. Okay. It got real quiet. I I was digesting what you just said. Yeah. Okay. So will Amber Heard be heard from again? Probably not. Mm, that's too bad. Yeah. I mean, I watched the trial because it was an interesting look into the lives of famous people. And mm-hmm. Johnny Depp, without a doubt, is one of the most famous people in the world. You can't sure. really go anywhere and somebody not know who he is. And so, like, for some reason, as they were having marriage problems, they audio recorded each other a lot and I don't know whether or not it was so in case something ever happened in the future they would have evidence right but in these recordings Amber talks about hitting him and being like Mm -hmm. I hit you I didn't punch you and he's like don't tell me what it feels like to be punched 
And she goes on and on about like, tell the world because nobody's going to believe that you, a man is a victim of domestic violence. Right. And he said, but I am. And so like she, she's now going around saying like, this is a setback for all women everywhere. And it like people of domestic abuse are like, no, it's a setback for you being a fucking liar. Right. And so it's, it's really bizarre. She apparently shit in their bed. Ew. Yeah. Like they had classy. They had a fight. And so he, he owned like a bunch of different houses. And so he went to sleep at a different house and the cleaning crew called him because she was going to go to Coachella the next day. And the cr- the cleaning crew called and said, you don't want to come here right now. And he said, why? And she said, because somebody shit in your bed. And it was very clearly not dog shit. Right. Apparently it was human sized shit. And so Ew. she shit in his bed so that when he came home, she he would see it. And that's just fucked up. Yeah, that's fucking gross. That's weird, man. Well, that is weird. So people call her now call her Amber Turd. <laughs> I like it. Yeah. It was interesting because during the trial, her lawyers brought in a an expert on hashtags, which I didn't know was a thing, but whatever. And so... In court, they talked about the hashtag of Amber Turd. And it's just funny that there is a court record somewhere where they like, that's a thing now. Right. So, man, it's weird. But I guess that's that's. um, That'll be the end of her career, so. Mm. But Willis. I don't know how a movie production company looks at her and her bad press and says, that's somebody we want to pay money to act because she's not a very good actress. How many people keep putting, uh, Lindsay Lohan in things? Yeah, but I would, I would say Lindsay's a better actress than Amber. Yeah. Yeah. And I would like, I don't know if you saw the Aquaman movie, but it's not good. And she's not like, her role is not like, she's not a good actress. And like, we've talked about on here that like the way that they pick actors and actresses for films now is that, that they sit in a room with a list and say, well, this person has this kind of press around them and this person has this kind of press around them and so like this one is going to be better for our movie because they can go and um they they can go and tweet to their people and like it'll be better press for us so that's the person we're going to hire and i don't see them now with amber heard being like that's the person we want repping our 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 movie Mm. I mean, it's last time I looked, it was four million signatures for the, on the on the thing to replace her in the Aquaman movie. Wow! Like Warner Brothers has to stand up and start doing math of like if these if these four million people aren't going to go to the theater, that's this amount of dollars that we're not going to get. And so everybody else is going to stand up and be like, "Yeah, we don't want her around. Like she's going to be nothing but a troublemaker." Right. She's going to end up having to do porn. And it's not worth, you know, the aggravation to put her in the movie, even as a, you know, a freak show. Right. They'll give her some, like, late night talk show. She can she can replace James Corden. Everybody hates him. So why not just replace him with somebody that, that they hate? <laughs> No more Ellen, no more James Corden. What is the world coming to? Mm -hmm. (sighs) 
right. Star Wars announces a solo Yoda series coming this October. Ew. All CGI? Joining the ranks of series like Darth Vader. Oh, is this a... Wait a minute. This may be a comic book series. Hang on. Uh, yeah, okay, so it's going to be a comic book series. So it's not as bad. Okay, that makes more sense. Yeah. <laughs> Ten installment Marvel comic series. Although we are getting a Groot TV show from Marvel. But it's it's a animated thing. Yeah. And they're like shorts like they've done with Oh, is it? You know, uh yeah. Okay. Like the forky like, stuff I, from Yes. Okay. Yes. All right, that's not as bad then. <laughs> But we are getting a Christmas special from the Guardians. Are you excited about that? I don't know. <laughs> I really don't know. Watch um, um, Drax and Mantis walk around downtown L.A. You're not excited for that? Mm, no. <laughs> It'll be fun. Or not. They're just old. Yeah, well. <laughs> trying to think of what else I watched this week I finally watched the Willow preview trailer oh what'd you think um I'm intrigued by it yeah I don't know if I'm excited about it just yet <laughs> but it's you know it's got potential but that whole last shot just was too Lord of the Rings for me where they're standing there looking at the yes portal or we have to go into the unknown or whatever yeah yeah you don't think that like that's all episode one and like they step through a portal and they're in our world right they're not going to do oh, something well, stupid like that right <laughs> you don't think so <laughs> i don't know and a little fish out of water comedy you know what I did notice about that last shot though and this is going to sound totally weird but like how big um, Warwick Davis's feet are yes <laughs> I know that's 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 a weird thing but like they almost look like clown shoes to a point <laughs> and it's like holy shit is that actually his feet and apparently it is yes he's got really long feet well, he's he's a little person. I know, but like, it's always weird, like the proportions of little people, strange people, like the giant heads and the small bodies. Yeah, and sometimes like it's in proportion, and sometimes it's not. And mm -hmm. Sometimes they're a tripod. Looks like a baby's holding an apple. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. Ooh. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that went in a weird direction, but whatever. Can always count on you. I'm not apologizing for nothing, damn it. All right, Amber. Hey. Come over and shit in your bed. <laughs> 
Please don't. It's going to be huge. Uh, you see Mariah Carey is being sued over All I Want for Christmas is You. I saw the headline, but I didn't read the the article. What was she being sued by? Uh, Vince Vance and the Valiants. Bless you. Um, he claims, Vince Vance claims, that he wrote a song with the same title five years before hers. It's like, yeah, but you realize you can't copyright song titles? And why did he wait so long? Well, he's probably broke. I mean, that would be my first um, thought. That when it came out in 94, you would have jumped on it then? Yes. Yeah, and not 30 years later? Exactly. Like, it was a big hit. Like, why wouldn't you be like, wait a minute, that's mine? Yeah. And you're right. You can't you can't copyright a title of a song. Like there are songs, multiple songs that have the same title. Mhm. So what the fuck? Yeah, apparently there are 177 different songs called All I Want for Christmas Are You. So is he suing all of them or just Mar- Mariah Carey? Just Mariah Carey. Yeah. Cuz you know, she made the most money on it. <laughs> of course. <laughs> Yeah, that's kind of weird. Maybe he was waiting for the right moment for her bank account to, you know, be ripe enough. And now he can embarrass her and pay him off with 500 bucks. We're going to wait 30 years until it's gigantic, until everybody talks about how it's the Christmas song. And then I'm going to sue her. Right, right. I mean, I gotta imagine that like that just gets thrown out of court. No, I would imagine so. Man, did you see the video of the Queen having tea and marmalade sandwiches with Paddington Bear? I just watched that right before it's... I I clicked on to talk to you, and I was like, "What the fuck." I, I, she's got a sense of humor at 92. I mean, for somebody who has been rumored as like their health is failing. Right. The fact that like, that's something that she did. Do you think it's for her grandkids? You think it's like, oh, this will be good because like grandkids love Paddington. So here you go. Yeah. Remember Nana. <laughs> when I'm gone, be sure to watch this. Yeah. Did you get, since you're in Europe, did you go to the Jubilee? I did not go to the Jubilee. You didn't take some time too off far. And, and go over to England? No, I didn't. I would have loved to. Had your, had your, uh, personal uh, meeting with the queen? Yes. Yes. I do like the fact that she dresses in like chroma key colors a lot. <laughs> That's when they can they can replace her later on. Yes, or at least her clothes. <laughs> it's much easier to cut the head out and put it on something else if you can get rid of the body. <laughs> well, that's true in a lot of different cases. <laughs> I did notice that like all the pictures that I see of them up on the thing, like Megan and Harry aren't there. Look miserable. Yeah. Like they're not up on the thing waving the people. I mean, have they been totally shunned or is it just like, Oh no, they were there. I know that they were there, but they're not up on the balcony. At least in the pictures that I've seen. But Camilla's there. I wonder how that makes princess die. feel, you know, up in heaven. I don't know. She was an adulterer. Who was? Which one? 
Princess Di. Was she? I think they were both doing it. Well, I think they were both miserable. And he was yeah, off well, that too. schnooking Cart Camilla and I know. It's like really? You had Diana and you Yeah, he's fucking all stupid, away from man. That. Yes. He's stupid. But, you know, what are you going to do? Harry's getting old. I mean, they all are. Well, yeah. Anyone hoping to see rifts from the past couple of years healed in front of the cameras were left disappointed as Harry and Meghan took their seats amongst junior royals. Mm. What we don't know yet is whether the couple had any private meetings with Prince Charles and Prince William to resolve outstanding differences. Do you think that like they flew all the way over to England and didn't talk to their father and brother? Um... I don't know. Like, is that really I a mean, royal thing? How of like... big of a rift? You would think if if there was any hope of reconciliation, that this would have been the opportunity. And if there were any relationships still, then I would think they would have all been there as a family. I guess. Just what I'm saying, you know. I mean, so he didn't the 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 media was on his wife's back for being american or canadian or whatever the fuck she is black and black and so you know he decides that like we need her to be happy i'm just going to move with her like wh- why would that cause such a rift like he's not up for the throne he's right. never going to be king so what the fuck does it matter mm-hmm. let him live wherever the fuck he wants to live yeah. Though I do wonder where Diana got all her money. What you mean after the divorce? Well, yeah. Well, I mean, it was. Um... I mean, if she to to allow Harry and Meghan to live, you know, pretty much taken care of for life right in in a really lush lifestyle you don't think that like there's like trust funds set up for them when they were kids and you know like like it didn't really matter he could have just done whatever he wanted to mm-hmm I mean, I could see if it was one of those things like, you know, they all like served in the military and like Harry and his brother were fighter pilots. And like, like if he had if he had refused to do that and like started to cause a rift, I could see there being an issue. But like he did everything he was supposed to. He got married. He had kids like he was he was doing everything. And the media was fucking terrible to his wife. What are you going to do? Right. Right. Like. So apparently they got $10 million a piece on their 25th birthdays. Oh, okay. And that's what Harry's been living on. It doesn't tell me that goes too far, though, does it? Well, if he's got a good investment person. Yeah, I guess. You know, if he's buying stock and shit and, like, living off of that. You know? I don't know. Hmm. I mean, $10 million isn't a lot to a royal. It's fucking huge to everybody else. Right, right. I mean, they're saying that at the time of her death, she had a net worth of about $31 million. Okay. I would have spent every penny. <laughs> <laughs> How much time do I have? All right. <laughs> 
see how much you could get done in the shortest amount of time. Yes. Yes. I mean, I don't think that would have been hard to spend $31 million. Just no. making huge plays. Just on, you know, action figures. <laughs> That's good. You know, drop replicas. There you go. Maybe a bigger TV. <laughs> Would you would you buy a house or would you just, you know, I don't know. <laughs> I would buy an island. Well, definitely. I mean, that's the only way any of us are surviving. But you got to you got to find an island that doesn't get hit by hurricanes or um what are they over typhoons? Is that what they're typhoons. called over in the Pacific? Monsoons. Monsoon. Like, it's probably few and far between, but that's what you really got to look for. You got to look for, like, maybe in the southern hemisphere, like an island down yeah. there somewhere. I don't know. Because you don't want to be in the Caribbean because there's too many fucking hurricanes. Yeah, that's for sure. So I don't know where you go. Find that island that Tom Hanks lived on and Castaway. There you go. That could be it. I will be stopping at Ponta Delgada on the way home, so I'll be checking that out. There you go. John just got off the boat and never came back. I don't know where he went. <laughs> Beats the shit out of me. And then we never heard from him again. <laughs> no, I'll become an internet troll on Reddit. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you don't need millions of dollars to do that. You can do that today. You could be the new troll. Ah, good times. All right. Well, I know it's late there, and I don't want to keep you. Well, all right. <laughs> but this will be our last time for a few weeks. I know. Because I, I, I set sail on my transatlantic journey in just four days. All right. So you need to look out for icebergs. You need to. Yeah, we're going south. It's not going to matter. All right. No, no fucking somebody in the back of a car. No. What? It, in Titanic. Oh, uh, now. Okay. I, I'm not throwing my jewelry overboard. Don't throw the jewelry overboard. Don't, you know, women and children first is a misnomer, so don't worry about that. Just, you know. I know it's an unproven ship, so just, you know, keep your eyes open. Know where the exits to the lifeboats are. Right. You'll be fine. So when... When are you back in the States? June 20th. Okay. But if I recall correctly, then you're going back out for? Yeah, like three and four days. Okay. Three and four days, back and forth. So probably not, we probably won't hear back from you until like July. Eh, who knows? Okay. Who knows where I end up, Chris? I'm setting expectations. If you pop okay. up, amazing. If not, people, you know, people know what's going on. We'll go, he's not dead? <laughs> <laughs> I think I would have announced your passing if that had happened. Okay. There would have been a look back at 545 episodes of, of you. How many? We're on 546. This is 546. No fucking way. Yeah. Wow. Yep. Yes, sir. Not that you're in all of them, but you're in most of them. <laughs> you're probably in at least 530 of them. Wow. Yeah. That's amazing. Yep. 
a lot of content. That is. Where we basically talk about nothing. So, you know, whatever. How, how are we going to monetize that? I don't think we can. What if we come up with the cure for for Dance Monkey Pox podcast? Da- Dance Monkey Pox? Dance Monkey Pox. Welcome to Dance Monkey Pox. <laughs> or, or, or it's the Dance Monkey Dance Pox cast. <laughs> Where we talk to only people who have monkey pox. There you go. We're we're shifting the direction of the podcast. It'll be interesting. Is it itchy? Yes. All right. Good talking to you. <laughs> it feels kind of like herpes. Okay. Thanks. I don't know if herpes are itchy or not, so I just pulled something out of my butt. Not really. Anyway, on that note. <clears throat> If you want to get in touch with us, you can always send us an email at info at dancemonkeypodcast.com. You can follow us on Twitter, Facebook, YouTube. Let us know you're listening. So until next week, this is Chris. This is John. Have a good week. Monkeys have them, and everybody loves monkeys, right? Monkeys.